As a small business owner, have you ever felt overwhelmed by the pressure of choosing the right hire or leading a team? Or have you ever found yourself tolerating a bad hire because you fear trying and failing again as you repeat the hiring process? If so, you're not alone and you are in the right place. Welcome to the Growing Your Team podcast. The Growing Your Team podcast teaches business owners like you to expand your unique business by teaching you to master the hiring and team management process. Hiring and managing a team does not have to be a challenge. You just have to learn to do it right. And the Growing Your Team podcast teaches you how to become a confident leader who hires right every single time. Now, let's jump into the show where each episode, you will learn tips on how to identify what type of help you need on your team, how to source amazing candidates, how to conduct interviews that lead you to your idea team member, how to onboard successfully, and how to lead every person in your business so you have a team of rock stars who you are happy to pay every single paycheck. So let's jump in and teach you how to hire like a pro. Hello, Jamie Van Kuyk here, and welcome back to the Growing Your Team podcast. Have you ever heard of the saying, one bad apple can spoil the whole bunch? Well, when it comes to your team members, this is true. You have one bad team member in your business, and they can decrease morale across your entire team. This is something that's seen in large businesses and small businesses. So how does this happen? How does this one person really have so much impact and what can you do about it? The reason a team member can have such a big influence on your other team members when they are a poor performer is because your other team members see it, they feel it, They experience it, and yet they see that that team member is still there. They see that this person is, in a way, getting rewarded for not doing their job. How are they getting rewarded? By still collecting a paycheck. So your team members see it, and sometimes I said they feel it as well, because if that team member is not doing their job, sometimes your other team members are picking up the slack. So not only are they doing their job, they're doing the job of this team member that's the poor performer. And unless you're recognizing and rewarding your team members for doing more, they're really going to feel that sting of, wow, not only does this person get to keep their job even though they're not performing, I'm not getting recognized for doing more and going above and beyond of what I should be doing you know, in this business. So when you have this one team member that in a way is not worth their paycheck, not meeting expectations, it can make it so other people want to leave your organization, that they want to go someplace where they are going to feel valued because they don't necessarily feel valued internally with you and with your organization because they know that other people are skirting by and it's allowed. So you really, as a business owner, need to address head-on when team members are not meeting expectations. I know sometimes we don't want to do this. I know sometimes it is difficult 
to really give those feedback conversations and hold people accountable. But as a business owner, you don't have a choice. You know, it's one of those things as we talked about sometimes on this podcast, it's like choose your heart. You can choose not to have the difficult conversation, but then you're choosing to keep someone on your team that is negatively impacting your other team members. You're choosing to have someone on your team that is making you work more hours. You're choosing to have someone on your team that could be impacting your client experience even if they don't directly work with the clients. So if they're doing things behind the scenes, is it delaying everything with that client? Is it making it so you don't get the client work done because you're too busy cleaning up their mess or or things like that? So this team member that you're keeping around that is not worth their paycheck can have a huge impact. I remember back when um, I was in corporate, we had a group of team members that were really not performing the way they should be. Um, they were, morale was really low with them. There were some things that went on. And I can't say that these team members were 100% blame for their low morale. There were things that went on that caused it. But the thing is that low morale just kind of festered for a while. And we put so much effort into trying to change the morale of these team members, but we really weren't being successful across this whole big leadership team and this whole large team. And that low morale was kind of starting to spread. And it came to a point where those the, the team members that had the lowest morale were starting to leave. And I remember someone being like, oh my gosh, another one turned on their notice. What are we going to do? Is Do you think there's any way we can keep this team member? Should we go with the, to them for a counter offer? And having to sit there and say, I think we just need to let them go. This person is impacting the rest of the team. This person, while they used to be a good employee, a dedicated employee, is not there and... We're at the end of our plan of what we can do to try to change things and turn things around and keep them on the team. So we really just need to say, all right, let's go each our separate ways and hopefully they will get a job or they'll be happy at the new job they're going to and we can find a team member that will be happy. So this wasn't necessarily a case here of they were poor performers. It was that just poor attitudes. And that poor attitude was impacting the rest of the team. And it was better for the team overall that we were able to end the relationship, that we were able to each go our own separate ways and then focus on healing the team that was left. So you have to do that for your own team. Sometimes you have to realize that as much as you don't want to restart the hiring process, you need to let go of team members that are not performing as they should because if you have multiple team members, it's impacting those multiple team members. If you don't have other team members, do you wanna know who that person is impacting? You. Bad team members, really negative team members can make it so you don't want a team anymore. They can make it so you wanna throw in the towel and get rid of your business because you think this is just the way management is and management is hard. When in reality, that person's just not, not right for the role. 
And part of what makes someone right for their role is also how they're gonna interact with you and the rest of your team. Like that is an important thing to look for when you're hiring, not just someone that can do the job, but someone that can really fit into your organization. Now, if you're a numbers person, I'm gonna give you a statistic. So in a study, 91% of CFOs, so chief financial officers, said that they had seen a bad hire negatively impact the team morale across the entire company. So think about this. We're talking about larger organizations because a CFO, a chief financial officer, is typically a role that's in bigger organizations. So we're not talking about businesses that have about five employees. We're talking about probably fairly large small businesses to medium to large businesses that have CFOs. 91% of them saw a bad hire negatively impact morale across the company, not just the team that they were in, company. So once again, we're talking businesses that have probably in order to bring in a CFO, we're talking about 100 plus employees. And one person, one bad hire could impact morale across the entire company. So you really need to make sure that you are getting the right people. And if you're finding out that someone is not a fit or things change and they're no longer a fit, get rid of that person before they impact your entire team. Now, of course, as I'll always put out there as the caveat, make sure you're doing your due diligence. If you're finding that the person is not performing well because you lack the ability to train them, you didn't train them as thoroughly as you thought, you know, go down those things to make sure that you're not losing out on someone who really can be a good team member. But if you set the expectations, if you train on the expectations, if they're still not capable of meeting your expectations, even though you've tried and had multiple feedback conversations, let them go before they destroy the morale across your entire team or even make you as the business owner want to give up. So don't keep bad team members just because you don't want to rehire the position because they'll have a greater impact being on your team than the time it will take you to refill once they are gone. Are you ready to hire a new team member for your business and you want to ensure you hire the person who can succeed in the role, make you happy, and positively impact your bottom line? Then let's talk and see how growing your team can help you master the art of hiring. Through bespoke hiring frameworks and comprehensive guidance, you will learn how to attract candidates who have the passion you desire and the skills needed to succeed. At Growing Your Team, women entrepreneurs and leaders work with us to help them expand their unique businesses by teaching them how to hire like a pro. Let's connect and see how we can help you. Send me an email at jamie at growingyourteam.com. That's jamie, J-A-M-I-E at growingyourteam.com or head on over to growingyourteam.com slash jumpstart with jumpstart being all one word. And let's talk about how you can become a confident leader who hires right every single time.